0: clear that which most do not seem to understand.
1: This podcast is marked as explicit not because it offers a mature look into the world of topics not meant for the young or immature, but because it mucks about in very appalling, gormless and tasteless filth whilst revelling in it. Cinema Psyops aims to drag you down into the very same muck filled with sexual deviancy and decayed morality. discussing the most base and animalistic urges, reviewing the lowest common denominator of low-grade trash ever considered film. When you look at the state of the world around you and you realize how little time you have left to be happy, do you really want to waste that time you have left listening to cinema psyops?
2: absorb it. It is a driving force. They have to have it. I hate it so much I want to see if it's done. So I become a personal and I want to see it banned. I want to see it off the face of the earth. Yeah, it's amazing, but uh, I think parents have to really pay more attention to what these kids are listening to.
3: 83rd consecutive week of cinema psyops. I'm your host, Court, the guy coming to you alive with a legally-derived hemp high, or hemp-derived legal high, however you want to phrase that, and joining me all the way across the city of Omaha, struggling with a B-sodding laptop constantly, is my co-host, Matt.
4: Maybe it's because, like, we made fun of Jesus.
3: When did we make fun of Jesus?
4: Or we're we're getting ready to, really. I mean, with the movies we're doing now. Uh,
3: Yeah, we are now in the Nun box sets. I believe this was the Nasty Habits is how it was released from Severin, and the yeah. very first movie we're doing this week is Christine the Devil Nun, which does not bode well for all the other exploitation movies because there's very little nuns doing naughty things in this. Instead of Christine a Devil Woman or whatever it was called, it should have been titled, uh, I don't know, Catholic Schoolgirls in Trouble.
4: Yeah, something. But because uh, they were
3: becoming <laughs> nuns, and it wasn't until after they become nuns that everything falls apart. But basically, leading up to it with the cloistering and all of that stuff, they're doing all the naughty stuff not in habits, which makes it not really nunsploitation. You need to see sex while they're still like in habits and things as well.
4: Oh, okay, but but so because there's no sex in habits in this, you don't think it was as bad?
3: Yeah, I not well, Not necessarily as bad, just as enjoyable. Because the thing that oh. I the thing that I come to a nunsploitation movie for is to watch ladies in nun outfits get naked, but leave the habits on and start going after it. That's the whole that, thing. That's my kink right, that I want fulfilled from this.
4: I mean, okay. Uh, <laughs> s-
3: all I'm saying is that's the kind of thing that you can come to expect from a non exploitation movie had you seen them before. Yeah. devil nun is going in a completely different direction. It still has the blasphemy that you want.
4: It's still. Oh, uh, yeah. I mean. Yeah, you're, you're all right there. Yeah, of it's, course.
3: it still has some of the sexual stuff that you want. And this version, depending upon which version of the film you actually ended up watching for your review, because there was like three of them on this disc, but... Uh and this particular version actually offers the hardcore insert scenes, and
4: yeah, I'm yeah, I was about to say you see some as I put it in my notes, you see some Ps and some
3: Vs. Yeah, you see the same set of Ps and Vs. I think it was like the one couple they hired to actually fuck on film, or they took it from another porno and just inserted the insertion yeah, shots. And exactly. when I when I say hardcore insertion, I mean that literally in any way you could take it. They're either yep. hardcore sh- scenes that have been inserted into the film, but there's also scenes of hardcore insertion <laughs>
4: that yeah have been- Put into the film too. Everyone seems to be having a good time,
3: <laughs> <laughs> except for our Christina titular character, devil nun woman. Because Jesus Christ, she's very unhappy with all of the choices she continues to make.
4: Yeah, yeah, she she doesn't have a good time. I'm just saying, don't go make deals you don't think you can stick to, even when it looks like you're about to die.
3: <laughs> well, that's pretty much our whole review for the movie. I guess we're good for this week. Uh, talk yeah, to everybody guess, later. Yeah. See
4: everyone. Yeah. Probably do the movie, huh? (laughs)
3: <laughs> I love doing that bit because I always get to insert music to pad out the actual intro to the show just a little bit more.
4: Of course, it's nice.
3: <laughs> all right, so speaking of bits that I like to continually do, uh, all of the music for the Pirate Radio Edit this week will be devil-related in some way, shape, or form. Um, preferably she-devils or female devils of some sort or maybe even just a naughty little devil. We'll see. We'll, we'll get there.
4: Like, how many of these num movies do we got? The,
3: this box set is four, just like the last one. Four? So you You're yeah,
4: going I mean is there gonna be enough music to pad out all four would you have to because it's all the same fucking subject
3: (laughs) yeah but they're not all devil women this was christina devil nun so that's the devil women i got you songs in this case up first is going to be the crowns with burn she devil Burn. but before that we're going to have the kevin intro and the legion patreon ad hey everyone this is kevin as many of you probably have heard bo will be heading back to school to become a teacher congratulations
1: bo as such, I'll be taking over the reins, managing and spreading the good word
4: of Legion Podcasts. To kickstart things off, as an added thank you for patrons, Legion plans to have Steam Code giveaways for current Patreon backers. A random person will be picked from the Patreon, and the winners can
5: choose from the available Steam Codes. Thank you so much for supporting Legion Podcast. You can reach me on Twitter or the Legion Discord group. My username is at... Lonely Bob. See you around.
6: This will keep you quiet. Oh, hi there. I didn't see you. You caught me cutting a new show. I'm Bo Ransdell, and I'm one of the many creators you can find on Legion Podcasts. I said quiet! My fellow podcasters and I work hard to bring you the best in horror podcasting. But that comes at a cost. What's that like to live deliciously? Not that, but also, yes. No, what I'm getting at is that there are server costs, costs for good microphones and software for editing, all the things that make our shows, you know, fun to listen to. And you can help. If you're enjoying the shows on LegionPodcasts.com or in the Legion Network available on iTunes and Stitcher, just about anywhere you can download a podcast, really, you can help us out and get a little something for your trouble at patreon.com forward slash legion podcasts for just two bucks a month you get a pair of movie commentaries exclusive to patreon and for five dollars you can also join us for a monthly screening of a movie all of that available on patreon.com forward slash legion podcasts we appreciate it and thank you for listening now back to the cutting room
3: think of? let's just say, sacrilegious sexual activity. I think of the cramps. That's why I played them this week.
4: Yeah, right? Okay, I get you. <laughs> sure, why not?
3: Yeah, I think of them so much that I even have double shots of the cramps in this episode for
4: folks. Well, I mean, but you like the cramps because, you know, who doesn't like cramps? <laughs> probably
3: our titular character, Christina the Devil, no.
4: Yeah, no, she probably doesn't like it. Uh, you're probably right about that. <laughs> let's talk about the movie. No, I don't think so. Anyway. <laughs> (laughs) Christina the devil nod um let's see here where we at alright the first 20 minutes uh we got some shirtless dude in a field uh just yelling about how he's in love with Christina so I guess good for you uh well anyway they're on a plane and Christina and this dude are full on boning right in front of everyone uh well one of their buddies is timing them to see how long they can keep going and uh bravo to both they do it fairly well because I would have died already by this point so congrats to them, they get to boning and people are complaining, and you know, and there's a nun on there who's just trying to pray, and uh, it, it, the, it, it, it. <laughs> the. And then the, uh, one thing, this is what made me laugh. Like when I'm like talking about how people are, uh, talking at the same time when the stewardess goes to tell the two pilots, they're all three talking at the same time to the point. You can't understand a word they're saying.
3: Yeah. Yeah. But it's not really anything like story-wise important other than she's complaining about the people fucking and they're looking up, you know, the legality of it and what it is they can do to make them stop because yeah. it's an international flight. And so they're over international waters and in the air. so therefore like. What laws do we really have to stop this type of aberrant behavior? And let's None. let's let's be real frank here. Fucking in front of people when they don't want to see it and forcing them in a like locked room with you to do that, even though it's on a plane in this case, but like if yeah. you lock someone into a room and held them against their will and made them watch you have sex, you are committing a crime. You are doing something wrong. You are yeah. harming this person. You are forcing is, them to it's, watch it's, something they don't want to watch.
4: It is very wrong. Yeah, you're 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 very right. So uh, <laughs> uh, while it's entertaining yeah, is, to see this it is in is the sexual movie, sexual assault. Uh, all you know. <laughs>
3: yeah, it's it, it's a type of sexual harassment at the very least because you're yeah. you may not be involving them directly, but you're forcing them to watch. I mean, like there are people. There could be children on this flight. And that really is fucking wrong.
4: Yeah, exactly. Now there isn't, so I mean, good for them.
3: Right. But 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 like just this particular action is not exactly something that I'm gonna deem as fucking cool. It's funny in the movie and in the context of the movie, it's actually kind of funny because it shows you how like wacky and sexually free this character can be.
4: But like yeah. this
3: should have been a private jet, right?
4: <laughs> yeah, right. Yeah. It should have been, like uh, you can't have sex in front of other people unless you get their consent to do so.
3: Right. Consent is the whole of the laws, particularly with this show and should be for the law of the land for every land.
4: Yeah, it should be. That's just the deal. All right. That's always been the fucking deal. All right. 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 You You can't accept that deal. You're a bad person.
3: Right. You do unto others as you would have them do unto you. And sometimes you have to understand that you want others to treat you the way you want to be treated. And some people don't want you to fuck in front of them. I'm sorry, but that's the... The truth
4: kids that yeah it's 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 an unfortunate fact of life isn't it folks jesus christ
3: now having said all, all right. of that that only makes sense because they need to have these people doing immoral things in front of a nun so that they can drive their plot forward and i'll shut the fuck up
4: all right so the plane starts it's in a storm and the plane starts you know uh having some issues and it starts almost like crashing and shit one of the engines crutches fire and christina is hugging a nun and, uh, it, she's like, hey, if, if, get me out of this, if I leave, uh, or if I live, uh, you know, she'll become a nun, is what she's saying. And, of course, uh, the plane writes itself so, uh, you know, and it's, everything's fine, so now she's gotta become a nun. And she's talking to her mom and that's our first clip.
7: I just can't see my daughter in a convent. I can't believe that you have the slightest vocation to be a nun. <sighs> I know the Lord always chooses beauty, only you're not a flower for the altar.
8: You're headstrong. You prefer the independent life. The Lord will take that into account too. Really, you should remember
3: the
4: lord give you intelligence oh son, boy
3: yeah you. so yeah. if you have an issue with religion this movie's going to trick you a little bit here and there
4: it's going to get you it's going to get you if you have issues surrounding uh reli- yeah any kind of religion especially catholicism you're going to have some problems today um so anyway uh so she does join uh, uh a uh, uh, she's just doing the nunnery and uh, she's learning and this artist sees her and he wants to paint her and the nuns give him permission to do so so he does paint her uh, later on she sees some folks having a good old time kind of like the time she used to have they are frol- frolicking making love all that out in the field and she remembers her own good times and that leads to our next clip
1: mortification of the flesh you ha <laughs> ha in a convent Crucified.
0: He saved me. I made a promise
1: to Jesus. He died two thousand years ago. Just a stupid vow. Forget it. It's all over.
8: No, no, I can't cheat God.
1: That would be sacrilege.
2: I'm not turning back ever.
1: I'm sorry. But these are just professional caresses quite innocent but i must admit i've never found virtue so utterly
2: fascinating
8: and i've never known a painter of sacred art who was such a hypocrite
1: you think so but i readily admit that i'm a sinner you though you don't resemble the other sisters an inner heat a burning fire
8: yes I burn inside with love for
0: Jesus
1: (laughs) do you really if you manage to contain so explosive a flame you are virtue personified
8: that's enough
3: that's just kind of how the dialogue goes in this movie, folks. It, yeah. This is a long plotting film.
4: It's a long. In really, all my clips, I was like, I'm probably not going to have many clips going, going through the first. And then towards the end, it gets dialogue heavy more. So anyway, we can see she's already having issues leaving her 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 wants and her needs as they were behind to, you know, give over to God. Uh, she, then later she dreams of the painter and her frolicking, and then that turns into her dreaming about her ex, Luca. Uh, then it turns into a, like a nightmare of him holding her habit, you know, and say, hey, you gotta get dressed, and she's like, oh God, no, and all this, and, and she's kind of touching herself while she's asleep, and another nun wakes her up and tells her, hey, you know, you can talk to me, and why don't you, you know, instead of waking up the girls, move your bed right next to mine, and you're like, mm yeah okay and she's like and then you know when she does and she Gets ready to go to sleep. The nun kisses her goodnight. You're like, that's a little weird, and that's the end of that first twenty minutes.
3: So the closest thing we've had to any actual nuns inhabit sex was what just happened right there. Um, The nudity in the dreams are kind of a thank you movie, but not really because then she starts being terrified while naked in the dream.
4: So like the first half. Yeah,
3: (laughs) yeah. This this film's going to be all over the place, and it just basically deals with a bunch of different sexuality and not all. All of it is comfortable. Let's just put it that way.
4: That is a fact that all of it is comfortable in the least.
3: There is a lot of... Long prodding drama about this woman and her choice to become a nun when she's not ready to become a nun. Yeah. And, you know, that, I, okay, so there's some nunsploitation in that aspect of it. But what I basically expect from my nunsploitation is a lot more sleaze.
4: A lot more, we'll, we'll probably get it soon, right?
3: Yeah, but not, you know, nuns and habits kind of sleaze. My actual kink being satisfied.
4: Thank you. Uh, okay. <laughs> the reason I bought this box set, Matt. I gotcha. Yeah, of course.
3: <laughs> we can so, move on.
4: Uh, so, all right, the next day, uh, those two, the nuns, John and Christiana Who's not None none yet She's still learning They're riding bikes After picking apples And they choose The bumpiest fucking road To go on And spill all the apples Out of their baskets And they're laughing about it And also discussing Sins of the body And how it shouldn't be sinful To enjoy your body It's important uh, Chris-
3: to note That they also fall Into a river And then decide was, To take off their clothes To dry off I
4: was getting there You gotta let me get there Okay <laughs> <laughs> I understand you're excited, but you gotta give it time. All right, I got a Sun bad habit, over Matt, I got a bad. Habit. <laughs> your pants on? Please tell me your pants are on.
3: <laughs> I cannot confirm nor deny.
4: How many lawyers this time? <laughs> all right, so, so yes. While they're riding bikes, after they spill the apples, laughing, they laugh at uh Christina or Christiana? Uh, I don't. Uh, Chris, Chris, she falls into a lake and they're laughing and she pulls the nun in, Lenora Sister Lenora, pulls her in and they frolic a little bit, then they take off their clothes so they can dry and while they sit there, all topless and everything, uh, thank you movie yeah, thank you movie, uh, Lenora uh, likes to, uh, rub her up because she's like, oh, you're so cold, so she she rubs her down, and uh,
3: thank you movie this was, this was all very consensual, you could tell
4: oh yes, well later on, Chris is ringing the bells, uh in the tower, when the painter shows up to say goodbye, and he kisses her. And they get down to some of the business, and he shows whole hog, and then we see some peas and some V's. <laughs> Alright, so his
3: whole hog that he pops where he's hanging Wang there on screen... Yeah, yeah, doesn't he's look a, like the Wang that actually gets the insertion on no. in the next shot at all.
4: No, it's, it doesn't. Yeah, but no, he he definitely he shows a uh, full chud there. So
3: yes, <laughs> for you
4: lady, for you people who enjoy it. Yeah, it was uh,
3: a fully uncircumcised member that uh, of very adequate size. Let's put it that way. Yeah, if <laughs> yeah, that's the sort that, of thing that uh, you're into, then that scene probably
4: did it for you. If, if you're into it, have at it. It's a steamy pile of cock right there for you. Clip. <laughs> yep. Yep. <laughs> We can move on. Anyway, uh um... so, then they, they, so that they keep ringing the bells because some of the sisters notice that the bell ringing isn't going as well. Uh, <laughs> they even make
3: they, a point of showing his feet are the things are yeah, ringing the bells. They
4: tie, they tie the rope, ropes to his feet so that he moves his feet while he's boned. And I have no idea how he's doing that. Good job. Uh, and, <laughs> this film
3: know, is showing you skills you didn't know were available to you sexually.
4: Yeah, exa- I'm like, who well, unlocked the cheat code? I mean, Jesus, up, up, down, down, right, right. I can't remember. So <laughs>
3: Whatever um, he's doing, it's both ringing her bell and the church bells simultaneously. Yeah.
4: Afterwards, uh, he gets up to leave, and she cries because she doesn't want him to go. And she's like, you know, she the
3: she, dick was that good? This.
4: Yeah, man. Well, and also I think she just she's realizing she's about to be a nun. She won't be able to do this kind of shit. So I think that's getting to her. Uh, so anyway, then she prays, and that is our next clip.
8: You who move all things in heaven and earth. Why have you chosen a whore like me for your bride? Why do you let me go on sinning? Give me
2: the strength to renounce the flesh.
8: Don't let me go to hell.
2: Deceiving others is essential. Indispensable. Yes. Being sincere just causes trouble for you. But if you pretend to be devout and self-sacrificing, then everyone will admire you. And you can live in peace. I loathe hypocrisy and being deceitful. I'm never going to accept that. It isn't easy to wear a mask for your whole life. You have to be a highly talented actress. They might wake up, come in with me. Perhaps we can be sincere and open with each other. Friendship is harmless and so rewarding compensate for somebody of the sacrifices we make we should never try to suppress the instinct for affection
3: thank you movie a little sexy time there
4: yeah well then her and the nun they get to getting the business done as well you really the just see th-
3: some nipple sucking and then they cut away and you're just assuming yep. they get the to pound town
4: I'm just saying they, they went to the business, all right? Oh, yeah,
3: that's what they were heavily implying.
4: Yeah. Uh, well, the next day, she gets a phone call. She answers it, uh, and it's from Luca. Uh, well, later on that night, uh, they meet and um, out in the rain, and he says he's in trouble. The cops found Hash, and he and his buddy will escape, and his buddy actually killed the cop, so he's wanted for murder. Uh, they. She decides she'll hide him in the bell tower, and they get up there, and we get some more peas and some V's. It's actually so. the same same
3: set almost the same same shot (laughs) yeah and it's just the same set of shots in both sequences they just jam them in here and they don't quite work just like actual sex
4: exactly yeah (laughs) so anyway later on she gets back uh to her room uh her sister lenora questions her she doesn't answer and she's like i know that wasn't your brother mother whoever on the phone so what what's going on where were you and she goes i'll tell you later she goes i just need to sleep so the next day uh, they are uh, playing in the bell tower again Those two crazy kids And Sister Lenora actually catches them And that's our next clip
2: You followed me? Imprudent child I also have a key to this pad Have you been spying long? Now there are no more secrets between us It's better this way
1: Are you the mother superior?
2: <laughs> no No, I'm Leonora, A friend
1: <laughs> Well, it's a pleasure. I'm another friend of Christiana's, Luca. And I'm the guilty party here. She's
7: only helping me.
2: I felt a suspicion that you were the one. After I saw the photograph of you here.
7: Police search for
1: dangerous criminal, vicious killing. It's really serious. If I leave, I'm in trouble.
2: Don't worry. I never suggested that you should leave. On the contrary, aiding the persecuted is considered to be an act of charity. And besides, you can relax a bit before you actually become a nun, dear, next week.
0: She
1: can? Gee, I never expected to find so much real understanding here.
2: Oh, I always consider other people's viewpoints in everything. Do you? It's the start of the hour of meditation. You'll have to go and pray.
1: Just a minute, Sister Leonora. Yes. Thanks for this. And I'll try not to cause you too much disturbance.
2: We'll do our very best to see you have everything. Ah, I just remembered these. I know men are rather inclined to miss smoking quite badly. Please take them, won't you? Thanks. They're not very good. They're the poor gardeners. I'm afraid I stole them, actually.
4: Hey, you swell. Looked after and fussed over by two nuns. That is the end of that 20 minutes.
3: Everybody understand what's about to happen here. Everybody see the longing looks on both the would-be nuns' faces, and do we all realize how both of these women are not meant to be in a
4: nunnery? Yeah. I mean, I think everyone's starting to see what's getting ready to happen here.
3: Yeah. I mean, where this film is going is not hard to follow.
4: Yeah. No it is not we 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 get it we know all right we all know what's getting ready to happen and everybody that's let's, gonna get
3: it has already gotten it
4: yeah we're we, we I mean we all know yeah we're good here <laughs> yeah we're good all right so let's start the next twenty minutes because Jesus Christ <laughs> so uh it, it is now Chris's time she becomes the nun uh so it's her like ceremony uh sorry uh so as she's becoming an alum sister Lenora visits Luca and that's our next clip
1: welcome to my partner sister Leonora
2: <laughs> only stay a second christiana said that you wanted these
1: how kind are they yours
2: yes it's such fun looking through them the view is beautiful
1: really and don't tell me you come up here to look at the sunsets
2: yes i often do
1: and if you see couples love making Tell me one thing, do you feel scandalized or do you feel envious?
2: <laughs> You're impertinent, Luca. Mm-hmm.
1: Do you feel certain urges, confess it?
2: <sighs> They've almost finished now, I think, with the ceremony. <sighs> and actually without these, we couldn't pick her out. She's going to be dressed like the rest of us once she's taken the veil, all in black with the hood, like this.
1: Poverty, chastity, obedience. It's ridiculous. What's
2: the matter with you? Calm down. Do you want them to find us up here?
1: Christiana is like a river in flood. No one can control her. I know what she's like. Hot-blooded and headstrong.
2: We've all promised to keep ourselves pure. But the blood doesn't stop flowing in our veins and influencing us.
1: You mean you don't think the devil is as ugly as they say? Huh? Tell me something, sister. What brought you here?
2: Um, the binoculars. It was the most opportune moment. No one is likely to notice anything. What with all the visiting parents. Everyone is thinking of the ceremony.
1: Yes, Leonora, I understand. You remind me of an old saying. Oh.
2: What? What?
1: Primrose Path to Damnation
4: It's <sighs> broad and easy. All right. So, uh, they start kissing, and we go back to the nun ceremony as it's finishing. After the ceremony, uh, uh, Chris heads to the bell tower to show Luca her new outfit and everything, how she's a nun. Uh, she then sees that he is in Lenora. Uh, Chris freaks out on everyone, and everyone can hear her, and she's throwing clothes at the clock tower, so you're like, ooh, this is probably not good, uh, and uh, it's not, <laughs> you know, this is, uh, this is uh, definitely a is thing. She's exposing not
3: only herself, but the dude that's hiding out in the nunnery, and the nun that just threw down right after taking her vows.
4: Yeah, pretty much. So, we're all kinda in trouble here. Uh, so, anyway, she's freaking out still. Um And uh, as she throws stuff, she starts running away. Luca catches up to her. He's like, hey, what are you doing? Stop. Chris then, she just kind of runs out of the clock tower. Uh, An older nun kind of finds him. She runs past her and just runs away from the uh, convent. And uh, then Luca also escapes on his motorcycle. And Lenora just comes down crying. That night, Chris goes to what appears to be her mom's home. It's all locked up. Then all of a sudden, her mom and this other guy come back. And they're all hammered were drunk and uh, Chris is kind of hiding watching them. They go inside and she's just kind of like leaning on their car. I thought she was getting ready to steal it, but she doesn't because her mom drunk comes out of the house. And that is our next clip.
7: Well, roll me over again. Why, if it isn't my daughter, return to the phone <laughs> Because <sighs> Let's have a look at you. They cut off all your hair. (laughs) I suppose that's your carnival costume. (laughs) Don't worry, you're safe now. (sighs) And you're lucky too, because your mother's a hustler. (laughs) I got lots of money. For us both, dear. This house and everything in it's all mine. I got it with all the money I made hustling. <laughs> and you're going to learn to do just what I did. Because you can do everything with money. Yes, everything. Come on, the lean are
8: over, baby. <laughs> are you frightened? I don't mind how fast to drive this old heap. I'm a speed demon myself.
7: Are you going back to college now?
8: Why? It's a waste of time.
7: Hey, you know who's been arrested? Your pal Luca. You hit the headlines.
8: Luca? Ah,
7: uh, he was a jerk. <laughs> I'm taking you to Belzebub. I made a reservation.
8: Belzebub, huh? Yep. Sister Angelica made a solemn vow to stay away from devils like Beelzebub. That's
7: all over with. Sister Angelica was still born and they threw her in the dump. Concentrate on enjoying yourself.
4: I want to start living.
3: Oh boy, the downward spiral thus begins.
4: Yep, yeah, spiral squad. Here we go. So, uh, let's see here. All right. Oh, by the way, that is the end of that twenty minutes, and we're getting ready to already go into the final thirty minutes.
3: Yeah, it sounds about right. Um, so
4: yeah, the various. I mean, acts- I mean really, the most. In- I'm sorry. The most interesting part of this movie is coming in the last thirty minutes. That's when all the kind of story actually happens. The rest right. of it was just kind of porn
3: sort of yeah yeah kind of um this film could definitely be cut down quite a bit but uh so there's sort of like three acts that we've got so far and the first act is her hedonism that is interrupted by the near plane crash which is like just the first 10 minutes and yeah. she makes this vow the second act is this long middle portion of her trying to make being a nun work and failing miserably at it with hardcore penetration scenes inserted into the film hmm here and there and sprinkled throughout Uh, but it really really slows down to almost a crawl with a lot of the life in the nunnery stuff to the point where you think that this is going to be the whole of the movie and then it makes this left turn at this break of the act where her friend her friend throws down with a dude that she thought she was in love with and was hiding and so her jealousy at both having the friend that she was kind of in love with in the nunnery start sleeping with the dude that she was kind of in love with before going into the nunnery somehow makes her snap and then this this is what yeah. propels her forward.
4: And he even says, he even tells her, like, in that scene, he goes, well, we've done this before with your friends. What's Why is this such a big deal? And then he's like, he even postulates when he's, like, trying to talk to her, he goes, are you, are you, you know, are you that jealous or is it just your pride that kind of got hurt there? And uh, she's she even says, I'm so sorry, before she escapes because she, I think she realizes she done fucked up for him.
3: Yeah, it's, I don't know. It's just odd. It's just basically yeah. the choices that she makes are leading her down this, like, punishment path you know and it's very very catholic with all of the guilt that they're heaping on this poor woman and she's really done nothing wrong so far other than believe that god was going to get her out of an airplane crash by becoming a nut yeah yeah right that's the only really wrong thing this poor child has done
4: (laughs) it's definitely done her
3: the most harm
4: probably yeah i mean i don't think you're wrong there so poor lady
3: yeah let's wrap this shit up
4: yeah let's get done Come on. Jesus. This this could be the quickest show ever. Uh, <laughs> We're working on it. Yeah. 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 All right. So she's uh, partying with the artist and a whole ton of other people. Uh, everyone's having themselves a good old time. Uh, she th- This is a whole little uh, kind of a weird sequence where she's kind of just partying with all these people and like she's stripping down and she's trying to sell joints. herself because her mom yeah, was talking about
3: being a prostitute and she's trying. Yeah, she's, she's basically like auctioning her body. Body off for yeah. the highest bidder.
4: Yeah, she's dancing around, auctioning herself out. People are bidding money all over the place. And it's fucking insane. This uh, is one of the, the old- most
3: hedonistic scenes I've seen in a yeah. movie in a little
4: while. Ooh. Yeah, man. Lots of booze, lots of joints, just uh lots of stuff going on around here.
3: <laughs> Except for all the people that'd be the kind of place I'd like to hang out.
4: Yeah. Yeah, you're not down with all the people. <laughs>
3: <laughs> There's too many people. I-, I need a smaller number at my orgy. <laughs>
4: So, anyway, uh, after a while, the older dude who was with her mom when she first came back, he shows up with a thousand bucks and says he's buying her for the artist. And so the artist whips her away, and they go off together, and that is our next clip.
1: I know you deserve gentler treatment, but I have to capture this brief moment.
8: I look dreadful, which is just how I feel. That Hey, yuck.
7: You have that
1: wild and faintly malicious look, Um, which is precisely what I want right now. You're going to pose for me once more. Now? This minute.
8: Another masterpiece?
7: Yes, perfect. It's work in which I'm deeply involved. The possessed.
8: And you thought of me. Do you really think that I sincerely look possessed by the devil? Daughter of Satan, vile and perverse. Hmm. Tell me, what pose might a possessed creature assume? Any ideas?
1: Here's the photograph, (laughs) genius. Thanks. (laughs) Diabolical, devilish. What has happened to feminine virtue? Pure fantasy. Look, it'll give you inspiration.
8: (laughs) I've been drinking like a fish, obviously. (laughs) Fantastic.
1: He'll immortalize
7: you. Stop right there. We must create an
1: infernal atmosphere. Some music, I think how about violent gusts of wind <laughs> that's right like this a cynical smile right
8: i don't know how
7: like the photos oh, i can't begin laughing now a malicious laugh now
2: keep on going just like that you got it As you despise
1: heaven and earth life and death you laugh at good and at evil. You profane everything. You taunt the spirits, mock the gods. You've got it.
8: From virtue to vice, from the model of the sacred to the image of the profane. from radiant splendor to the dark abyss and foul pit of evil don't let me fall O oh lord don't let me be damned i'm lost i'm possessed by the devil
9: you are a nun only in appearance you have the clothes of a bride of god but you lack the heart You feel only the drama of renunciation without any of the joy and thrill of those who have a real calling. It would be useless to reprove you for having given assistance to that unlucky youth. But poor Christiana, pitiful case she is, completely hopeless now, beyond all possible salvation. If the divine immortality of the soul meant anything to you, you'd be trembling for having led her astray like that, you've lost your chance of salvation. As I see it, the only way you can return to the arms of God is this. Find Christiana and ask her if she will forgive you. There's a faint hope that could save both of you. It could break the evil spell that has sullied her poor virtue. May God forgive you and help you start
3: anew. You know, when Tracy Morgan was becoming a Catholic in uh, uh, 30 Rock, one of the yeah. things that Jack Donaghy used to talk him out of it was, yes, you know, confession is great where you can, you know, sin. And as long as you confess, you're forgiven and absolved with it and all of that. But he said, you forget about the crushing guilt, Tracy. You cannot forget about the crushing guilt. It's always there.
4: <laughs> it's <laughs> and it is that's why they call it the catholic guilt
3: yeah and that was evidenced in this clip that's why i mentioned it
4: yeah uh we cut to chris and her mom hanging out with the older dude and the artist and the older dude's like hey there's ways of uh, how we make our money is it drugs that's for amateurs how do they make their money well they steal art or collection type pieces sell them or sell fake art as well so that's how they make the money
3: uh to, to my mind that's scummier than just dealing drugs
4: i think so Uh, now we cut to she's in a room with some peeps and everyone's having sex and she's just kind of laying there staring at the ceiling having a cigarette just you know wandering while people are watching (laughs) and it's a big orgy happening uh she's either
3: already gotten hers or is just bored and disaffected by all of this
4: i think she's disaffected now because you kind of start seeing that and then two ladies start messing with the dog and that's kind of fucking weird um Later on, her mom and the older dude who's kind of in charge Well, so they're talking, and well, fuck it. It's our next clip. And was
1: the puppy's
8: performance up
1: to his usual high
8: standard? He managed. He deserves his keep.
1: Oh. What's the matter? Don't you enjoy what you're doing here?
8: Evidently, I was brought up to do it. As it was my mother's profession, also. She's my best pupil. I may have surpassed my teacher. the possessed a truly edifying subject to find in a respectable club isn't there a danger the truth might be discovered
1: Hmm. no problem I pick my clients carefully but tell me are these signs of remorse
8: you needn't worry I'm not troubled in the least by my conscience
1: that's great, I like to hear you speaking like that conscience and ideals get you exactly zero this is what really counts in life and now Raphael needs your help on a job he's doing you'll <laughs> find the role was made for you
3: well
7: let her think about it she'll do
1: it Oh, she's in trouble the vault is pure Gothic in construction and dates from the 12th century. As you can observe, it is a typical ogive where the semi-arches converge. You will, of course, have noticed the flying buttresses outside. Intended to sustain the vaulting of the main nave you see here. With its strongly marked perpendicular tendencies. The frescoes the are typically artistic. However, with a strong admixture of early Byzantine influence. It's undoubtedly the squall among the most impressive is the Christ. In the Once Amps. separated and sold in the free market, those jewels would fetch millions. Crucifix dates from 1590. It was carried in procession during the plague which swept Italy during the period after Do the Sack I of Rome. Have to. It is the work of Sienese craftsmen Sure. and has survived in familiar ground a fire which nearly destroyed Italy.
7: You did the never let a statue bother you. You'll merely have to stretch out your hand and grab it. You'll find it will simply be child's play. All clear?
8: Have I finally sunk to this? In the depths of the violence
1: was from one single and degradation. degradation. Scruples in such a free spirit. Of plodent, artists.
4: The Lord's house. You know you don't have any faith in those superstitions. You're possessed. So, anyway, uh, they then come back to this church or whatever, and she's dressed as a nun. And she's gonna uh, go grab... She's able to get in. She steals the crown, but she is caught while doing so by the priest. After kind of conking him on the head, but not knocking them out or anything she's able to get out but while you know it's all kind of falls apart the artist freaks out and he takes off without her so then she finds herself in the woods she changes, gets out of her nun costume and she's in normal clothes she has the crown and she's walking through the streets when she runs right into sister lenora and that's our final clip
8: have you reached a state of grace or are you trying to saint act on
2: me so much time has passed You hate me still, do you? For my part, I still feel affection and pity. Oh, don't bother, sister.
8: I don't need your pity. And I've learned how much your affection means. You're about as sincere as a bitch in heat,
2: ready for all comers. Don't try to do more harm than you've already done to yourself and to others. Listen to that voice of virtue.
8: That same line, I suppose now you really believe that bull, that rubbish. Can't you see how useless it all is? Why are you afraid to admit that you like having a good time, making out with a man? Don't forget I saw you. You got laid and loved it, didn't you? And how do you feel now without me to cuddle at night? Come on, stop pretending picked the wrong occupation, because you'll never be really satisfied. You'd be happier on the streets! I am, anyhow, because I do what I like. Because I got fed up with being a hypocritical nun! What's this? Bet you can't guess but this is. I've stolen the crown of the Virgin. What does she need her for, anyhow? She never gets invited to bars and parties. I've got lots of use for it, though. I look great in it. next time I get humped. Don't cry. You should be glad. I owe everything to what you taught me about love.
1: Greetings, my little vestal virgins, handmaidens of pleasure.
8: Get
0: screwed. (laughs) Oh, no,
1: me no. (laughs) Peace be with you, sister. I hate to interrupt your conversation because I have every respect for the church. (laughs) But maybe the little lady and I can make heavenly music together.
2: Here. Move over, move over, I'll drive. All the way to hell. God is merciful. (laughs)
1: Let's go somewhere quiet.
2: I said I'm going to hell. Christiana!
3: All right, before we continue on, I just wanted to state, this clip makes me believe that Christiana's biggest problem was that her would-be lesbian lover and fellow nun slept with the man. She was more jealous about that now, it seems, than anything. I think so. I think she kind of fell in love with this woman while they were together.
4: Well, and also, maybe she, I think she was trying to buy into the whole nun thing, and this woman was, I think, also, she not just fall in love, but her friend, and she felt like her friend kind of, you know, well, yeah. more <laughs> so than the, her more sister so than the and, guy. Her I sister and... I Christ I think it was about the guy as much as it was it was about her friend boning a guy who she was also boning and that kind of bothered her behind her back.
3: Yeah, but I think I think that like the fact that they were sisters in Christ and shared intimate moments wrapped up in all of this kind of confused her brain even more because she kind oh, of Oh yeah, I agree. She confused her love of what she was trying to do for the religion to do what was right with how she was developing feelings for her. And so having that, you know, quadruple betrayal is what basically drove her to this state. Yeah. Not good. We can we can wrap it up. I just wanted to just right. talk about
4: that. It's fine. Let's hear.
3: You didn't get to talk about the actual end of the clip there, whatever's in your notes after the
4: clip. Yeah, right. All right. So anyway, she's she gets in this guy's car, they're driving, she's driving way too fast, and he has to actually jump out of the car. We see flashbacks of all like the debauchery and all that from the be- from the movie. She's having flashbacks. And then she drives off a cliff, and workers then later bring the car, wrecked car up, and we see her dead body. Uh her mom's there the artist the old guy and sister lenora and they're all crying everyone's sad and then um at the very end we get this little voiceover that uh that pretty much says uh because she was born just holy shit uh just for love uh demanding vitality like a river in the flood that bursts its banks so unfettered so adorable so wild the end Roll credits. Yeah. So,
3: because she liked sex, she needed to be punished for still liking sex. Because she made a promise to be a nun when she shouldn't have. Because she was terrified of dying. Because she likes sex. Exactly. <laughs> this is a treatise of what it's like to be Catholic, pretty much all wrapped up into one movie, and only I the- even
4: just ca- I mean any really religion. <laughs> yeah, but
3: this is primarily
4: Catholic. We this is yeah. a,
3: this nuns are a specific Catholic thing. Oh
4: though. yeah, nuns are yeah Catholic. That's Catholic shit. Yeah
3: she made a promise to a nun to become a nun. So the guilt, the crushing guilt that comes along with Catholicism was too much for her.
4: Yeah. Yeah, exactly. It was, uh, it was a little too much, and, uh, you know, she I think she couldn't rectify her her inside want and needs with what she wanted to do for God and Jesus.
3: <laughs> well, that's basically what religion is banking on, this cyclical guilt that you're always going to feel so that you stick with the cult.
4: Yeah, right. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs>
3: it's all just a manipulation to fucking control you. That's what all religion is.
4: That's pretty much true. <laughs>
3: Oh, man. This was kind of a bummer of a movie. Uh, yeah, it really was. <laughs> yeah, I watched this, uh, started with it on my projector, um, about 11.30, 12 at night, you know, 12 in the morning, give or take, last night. I watched half of it downstairs, and I, I couldn't keep from dozing, and I didn't want to waste any more projector bulbs, so I brought it upstairs and started watching it, you know, trying to keep myself awake upstairs last night, and yeah. I ended up having to finish it this morning after Max shot, because I just couldn't do it. <laughs> like Just it, couldn't
4: get it, get, just to get through it huh Yeah it
3: just it's it really fucking drags and it's really really slow Uh I can see where the story may have been something that would have really resonated in the 70s because downer movies were so big at this time like this you know where like people Yeah you really
4: think the 70s them. is just like the most depressing time ever
3: <laughs> I don't know that's just how they like their films yeah there was a lot of movies in this time of just people like spiraling out of control and ultimately resulting in their death <laughs> and I mean that's kind of what the 70s where the excess led to that for a lot of people.
4: Yeah. The actually well and it's like the hangover from the free love 60s yeah where they and, still and, wanted the and,
3: free love they just had the next day after with the hangovers yeah
4: it's the 70s is that middle decade in between what the free love hippie 60s and what became corporate greed and wealth of the 80s and <laughs> just mixed right in the middle there's the 70s that had no identity didn't know what to fucking do with itself and you get movies like this
3: and disco you're welcome
4: and disco yeah so
3: yeah the steady yeah the steady decline of morality in society brought you this film and disco
4: yeah yeah right
3: <laughs> yeah. Uh, uh, okay. So Christina as a tragic figure, you know, because that's that's a very religious story to tell, anyway, where a character strives and you know, especially like a lot of your saints, because your, your saint, some of your saints were always the best sinners, right?
4: Yeah. <laughs> oh yeah. Of course. Yeah.
3: So I mean, that's kind of what they're. It's sort of like an anti-saint story they're doing with her, where she becomes like a patron saint of sin in some way, yeah. shape, or form. And I get what they're trying to do, and I, I like the way that they're showing that art. Um, I think they could have delved more into the delicate nature of her mental state. Um, They hint at it here and there, but they basically just use it for that quick turnabout, you know, where she decides to not be a nun anymore over the fact that the would-be lover slash fellow nun slept with her former lover, and that drove her over the edge. Like They could have dug in a little bit more on that instead of just having her immediately like wheel off to find out that her mom's now a prostitute and loving it.
4: Yeah, right, yeah.
3: (laughs) And then her mom starts pimping her out, like... There's some real sick tragedy in this fucking yeah, movie. Yeah,
4: there the, I mean there's a lot of it. Yeah.
3: Th- this is a fucking lifetime movie with nuns in it.
4: <laughs> yeah. It, it's a lifetime movie of porn. <sighs>
3: yeah, with hardcore insertions shots. Yeah.
4: Yeah. Yeah, exactly.
3: <laughs> hardcore insertion inserted shots. Hardcore penetration inserted shots. There we go. That's yeah, the, the however
4: you want to private. do it, man. <laughs>
3: <laughs> yeah. I mean, whatever. It's it is what it is. It's the first one in the box set. We've just made it to an hour of raw recording time talking about it in the intro of the show so we can move on and do some psyop news and then close this fucker out all right let's do it all right we're gonna take a little break here we're gonna listen to the resurrects devil woman from outer space even though their devil woman in this film wasn't in outer space unless all the drugs count i guess i don't know yeah i know probably whatever but anyway when we come right back we'll do some psyop news I promise that was resurrect with Devil Woman from Outer Space. <laughs> it's
4: song exactly how you described it. <laughs>
3: yeah, yeah. I'm not that much of a liar when it comes to my music. When I don't want to be a liar about this, so give them some sigh. Of music.
4: comes from Robert Ward. The <laughs> man, Robert.
3: Our man in the field, Robert.
4: He must have an incredibly long penis.
3: That's what I've heard.
4: Man gets arrested after calling police 2,000 times in nine days to harass and insult them. Bloodshed. Old cops are bumbling dummies. <laughs> I to figured you'd like this one. I'm going to stockpile all my guns because cops don't help Do me. help with the police. Very well. All right. An elderly Japanese man was recently arrested after calling a police precinct 2,060 times in nine days to yell at the staff there and call them tax thieves and big stupid a-holes. America is a bunch of (laughs) cunts. Between September 30th and October 8th, the 67-year-old man from Satama Prefecture. Called the prefectural police headquarters a total of 2,060 times to yell at the staff there there and tell them that they should all be fired. That's an average of one call for every six minutes, and a total talk time of around 27 hours over the nine-day interval.
3: Eventually, <laughs> that is fucking dedication.
4: I mean, dude, that this guy get this man a medal. The hell with the police. Uh, around 20, uh, uh, eventually, police raided the man's house and arrested him on the ground of obstructing police business. He admitted to the charges and said, "I knew the police would come for me someday." I'm gonna stockpile all my guns because cops can't ev- help you. An investigation into this bizarre case is ongoing. But because the 67-year-old Japanese man, whose name is not being revealed, doesn't seem too eager to collaborate with police, we may never know what possessed him uh, uh, to call the precinct more than 2,000 times in nine days. You can't uh, inter- well, I can probably fix that for a blow-y. Interestingly, uh, according to the man's phone records, he had been calling the police for years, but had only recently ramped up his operation for some mysterious reason. Maybe he just got his most recent tax bill.
3: Yeah.
4: Although interfering with police business and taking up resources that may be needed to Save lives are serious issues. Many people online declare themselves in awe of the man's consistency and dedication to his bizarre mission. So,
3: <laughs> not all heroes wear capes.
4: <laughs> I mean, that man fucking. He he did some he did some business there. <laughs> that, that phone bill must be unimaginable. <laughs>
3: like I like how he called the pol- like he's it's he's well within his rights to call the police station as many times as he wants, right? Yeah. Because he's a citizen and he needs assistance. <laughs> but I like how he stretches that by turning it into full fledged fucking verbal abuse and harassment. Can you imagine no being shit. the poor fucking bastard who answers the phone at the some police co- station?
4: He's not even a cop. It's just some secretary or some like it's just. Uh, you know, administrative person, like, holy Jesus, is this guy again?
3: Right. Cause he's not bra- like, it's, it's illegal to call 911 except in a state of an emergency. Like, you know, you have no other recourse. You can get into trouble for doing that. But what yeah. he's doing is dialing a police station directly. And more than likely he's calling like all over Japan, all over like, every fucking police station. Imagine doing
4: that. Oh my God. Yeah. So <laughs> apparently this ain't the first time he's done it. Only like this fucking much. Right.
3: Like he just basically got so pissed and ramped it up enough against one particular station to where they finally came for him
4: Yeah, exactly <laughs> but hey good for him you know i mean what, what do people want
3: <laughs> <laughs> probably another news story because we're still one hour five minutes we should just do least yeah. one more come on
4: we'll do one more uh <laughs>
3: that was quick like what else were we gonna do besides let him I, just be
4: <laughs> i know right just uh let him go uh uh again from robert ward our man uh, in the field the man he in the field robert an incredibly long penis uh new zealand uh ma'am Man poses as attractive blonde woman, convinces police officer to hand over a patrol car. A young man's fake <laughs> Tinder
3: <laughs> Hang on, this deserves this. Old
4: cops are bumbling dummies. <laughs> okay. They really I know, right? That's perfect. A young man's fake t- tinder persona of an attractive blonde woman was so convincing he managed to persuade an active police officer to hand over his patrol car and body armor vest. Old cops are bumbling dummies. Tyler Rory to Tara, then 23, and long fascinated with police, used the car to invest in an elaborate sex money scam, swindling tens of thousands of dollars in total from three victims. They bought him iPhones, a car, and in at least one case he had sex with him. Uh, had sex with him. Court deep documents tell the story of an easily bored young man skilled at using superficial charm and deceit to create chaos. Suppression orders on Tetra's identity and file were lifted last week, shedding light on his spree of lies, de- from January 2020 until his arrest in March of the following year. You can't pay the New Zealand case well, I case. The New Zealand case follows another case of deceit overseas that involves the same dating app. Netflix crime dra- documentary, The Tinder Swindler, released this year, tells of Israeli con man Simon Lviv, uh, who used the app to connect with women who he then emotionally manipulated into financially supporting his lavish lifestyle. He told them he needed the money to escape his quote-unquote enemies. Tetra's relationship with his first victim, named in court documents as Miss H, was a farce from the start. They met on Tinder in January of 2020, and for nine months, he fooled her into thinking he was a police dog handler in an, under, in an undercover role. To solidify his act, he sent her photos and videos of himself in police uniform. Uh, it is not clear how he got the uniform. Photos of police staff, police cars, and inside police stations, as well as his audio from uh, as audio from a police radio. He also Told her he owned multiple properties and a business called empire capital sending her emails from a, fic- a fictional assistant called mark and calling himself lord as part of his business advice Tetra convinced her to buy a car for him in her name saying it would increase her credit score she also bought him an iPhone after he said he couldn't buy it himself because he had business disputes with Spark and Vodafone. Uh, he eventually returned the car, beat up and needing costly repairs. He never returned the phone. The pair had a romantic relationship between January and September 2020. This is
3: not the same guy that was swindling the cop out of the car, though. They went off and told a different story, right? No,
4: no, no, no. The, that story is the same guy.
3: Oh, this is all the same guy, including the Same guy. Swindler.
4: Wow, this guy's got skill. Yeah, right? Tetris struck again shortly after that, this time as a woman. Using photos stolen from a former policewoman's social media, including her in uniform, he created a Tinder profile of an alluring blonde called Tori and started messaging the second victim, an active police officer called Mr. L, in early October 2020. Tori told Mr. Mr. L she was working in an anti-corruption operation and needed his help to plant a listening device in a police car on november eleventh twenty twenty mister l bought a brought a Mart police vehicle to uckland and handed it to Tetra thinking he was Tory's colleague. Teacher had the car for about four hours that first time and managed to get the police car a second time later that same month. Tori had told Mr. L the listening device did not work and they needed the car again. Later that month, Mr. L handed over his spare body armor vest, again under the rules of Tori's undercover work, to insert a listening device in it for placement at PlayStation. Hang on. <laughs> All cops are bumbling dummies. <laughs> yeah. like, the first, like the first victim, Mr. L was scammed into buying an iPhone 12 for Tori, who said her wealthy father's board members did not want her to have a personal phone or social media for for fear getting hacked teacher returned the police car but not the vest much later he told police after his arrest that getting the patrol car was worth it for the thrill of driving a uh holden commodore
3: the fucking balls on this guy Drop the humongous
4: balls right holy shit so, this is a super long article. I'm not going to go all the way into it because it kind of gets boring. Uh, but there you go. Uh, that was kind of all the fun parts of that article. Because then it gets boring into court and shit like that. And he's not doing anything fun in that. But, I mean, he talked a cop out of his police car out of his vet and i mean twice 20 twice this is 20 and this is tw- yeah this is 2020 like no one should be able to get away with this kind of online shit but god damn this guy did amazing
3: drop the humongous balls.
6: you
4: can't pay yeah. the bail well, i could probably fix that for a blowy
3: yeah that's insane like that's the amount of swindle this guy was able to pull off and the cop for god's sakes brings him the car twice because he says the bug didn't work or the listening device didn't work yeah. we need to we need to get it back and then also by the way can you bring me some body armor i mean come on
4: oh cops are bumbling Dude, dummies i mean that guy's got some hustle
3: <laughs> <laughs> shouldn't the policemen have actually like looked into it in some way shape or form or verified because you're not going to just have someone that's undercover reach out to you like that that's not how that works
4: yeah you you would think but you know apparently sometimes anybody cops are bumbling dummies <laughs>
3: pretty much all the time all cops yeah. are
4: bumbling dummies <laughs> <laughs> pretty much
3: all right let's go ahead and close out this fucking show i'm gonna play the ending let's... legion promo here and then we're gonna come back with some mad sin with the song naughty Little devil. I did say there would be double dose of cramps this episode, and there absolutely will, so guess where the
5: cramps are gonna end up being played? Right here? No, Matt uh, Sin's up first.
4: Fucking okay, alright, fine.
5: If you enjoyed this show, then make sure you check out the other great shows on the Legion Podcast Network, like Cinema Psyops, Cinema Beef, Devour the Podcasts, Duncan and Bo Come Correct, Exploding Heads Horror Movie Podcast, Friday the 13th, Get Slayed, The Hell Mean Power Hour, Hello, This Is The Doom Show, Hero Hero Ghost Show. Kill the Cast, Underwater Kaiju from Outer Space, Jerry Hates Action, Legion After Dark, Mental Health, Obsessive Cinema, Discourse, Pick Six Movies, The Podcast by the Cemetery, The Podcast on Haunted Hill, The Psycho Semantic Podcast, Rick Radio, House of Wax, Dude Looks Like the 80s, Rabbit and Red Radio, The Shade Cast, YouTube, and any other dark corner of the internet where podcasts can be found.
3: Little devil, that's gonna help us be able to close out this show. Let's just phrase it like that. We'll just need yeah. to pad out when we finally close out this show, right? Just
4: gonna pad things out. I mean, we're not filling at all, everything's just fine.
3: <laughs> this is not filler for me to talk this slowly when I say that you can find all the previous instances where we have padded out the show needlessly, all 382 of them previously at our main landing and or launching page legionpodcast.com forward slash cinema dash psyops dash podcast i love how speaking in npr speed is what actually is padding out our show when other shows would actually talk at this speed normally but not two guys that are all cranked up on caffeine
4: yeah and plus what is even padding let's look into that term padding (laughs)
3: That's coming up next hour, right? Right right after the... the Coming
4: up on the next hour. Right right after 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 the Prairie Prairie Home Companion. Right after Kaleidoscope.
3: (laughs) Well, if you'd like to discuss this, you can check out the Legion Discord chat as he starts to speed up regretting
4: instantly that he's trying to Uh, put out the show. Yeah, what the fuck are you doing?
3: Yeah, Legion Discord chat, that's the place where you can uh, get together and talk with uh, fellow podcasters as well as the listeners. We're all mixed in together in one giant chat room, and it really doesn't even need moderation because everybody's being really fucking cool about it and that's awesome
4: yeah everyone when everyone's really cool things are cool and I like when when things are cool
3: (laughs) one of the things that I think are cool is our Instagram feed which is actually cinema underscore psyops where you're going to have
4: our main meme repository
3: that's really all that that's all that's there for that and so I have an account that I can just follow a bunch of fucking Instagram models with
4: yeah of course I mean come in what else are you gonna do with Instagram yeah because
3: I'm a fucking pig I'm not gonna do anything Mm -hmm. else I'm gonna post me and follow instagram models
4: new pig
3: (laughs) one of the places i try to dial back my piggishness and just try to make everything entertaining including the specialized memes that i only post in this group on facebook cinema psyops i mean that's the name of the podcast so obviously our group should be called
4: that yeah of course
3: and uh... And since i go by court psyops on the podcast i also go by court psyops on the facebook and that's where you're going to be able to find me and or message me and all of that stuff i guess the steam code's still out there if you want it but uh really if i I haven't heard from you by now. I'm pretty sure nobody fucking wants it, so whatever. Yeah, I
4: don't. I don't why don't you people want free stuff? Why, why can't you listen to us?
3: <laughs> if you'd like to describe to me why you can't listen to us and get free stuff or, you know, respond to me in any way, shape, or form, I'm also available at at gmail.com, but let's face it, feedback coming from anyone at any point in time nowadays with podcasting is just non-existent.
4: No, that shit doesn't happen. They just want to listen and have enjoyed themselves. They don't want to have to talk to people. And I don't blame them. I don't like talking to people
3: well, while you're out there consuming without responding, sometimes up to two years, just like Matt has done to Darren, kick the fuck out of this weekend. Make it your bitch.
4: start recording on your side and doing it one two three everything's coming through (laughs) hopefully
3: your computer will stop besotting
4: on you yeah that's not fun (laughs) my work
3: laptop has done that like twice already
4: yeah i hate that shit
3: (laughs) oh Dell, when are you gonna build a better machine
4: (laughs) yeah this one's actually hp (laughs) it's even worse
3: right jesus fucking christ all right i got all the music and i'm ready to rock so let's just fucking do this here we go let's
4: do it but you like the cramps. I, I've never heard of them, but uh, I probably have, actually, through this uh Our, our year two so,
3: theme was a cramps song that I just cut to pieces to fit for us.
4: Oh, okay. Well, that's nice of us.
3: And I've been playing cramps, like, for the last eight years on this show. I think you just like to make us talk more and more about cramps.
4: I think so, because, you know, who doesn't like Cramps. Oh, you saw the
3: extended Italian version where some some of it was in Italian and some of it was in English.
4: Yeah, uh, all of it was in English for me. Really? But you could tell the dub were, was really bad because, like, like there were times where it was like four people talking at the same time.
3: Was it an hour and forty one minutes or was it an hour hour and, and thirty two? Hour and thirty. Okay, then you saw just the general American version. Never mind. That's the oh, same okay. version I watched. We're good. Let's go. Uh,
4: all right. <laughs> uh motherfucker.
3: He's in the field yelling about how he loves yeah, Christina.
4: Yeah, exactly. So, all right. Yeah, everyone uh, everyone uh, loves Christina and all that shit, so everyone's happy. Christina and this dude are full-on boning right in front of everyone. Uh, well, one of their buddies is timing them to see how long they can keep going. And uh, bravo to both. They do it fairly well because I would have died already by this point. So, congrats to them
6: what did they say about
3: like how many minutes were they going I can't remember They're like
4: 30 minutes I thought
3: and that's too much for you
4: I mean listen man I'm old now and uh my life is just the way it is all right so I would thank you to stay out of my personal affairs I was Um, just
3: I was just curious you said that that was too long for you so I just wanted to confirm that you think that 30 minutes is too long for you there was no judgment or value statement than that
4: uh it sounded judgy I'm just gonna let you know that
3: (laughs) well I apologize for my bellicosity (laughs)
4: I mean, I'm just saying, why you mean?
3: Why have you I'll fix these though, up like for like you, since you since you were having computer problems Because they're not very level Yeah, thank stage? you Hey, no problem, man, shit happens, it's fine yeah. Court 13 years ago would have been a lot different about all this
4: <laughs> Yeah, hey, it would have It would have been pissy
3: <laughs> This court's a lot more mellow
4: Yeah Thanks, marijuana <laughs> It could <can> be <laughs> because he's high right now so, Yeah Thanks, but, hemp but if
3: you Yeah It's not just the hemp, I've been doing work on myself
4: That's good that.
3: it is <laughs> Not easy the sex kind
4: Aw, well, that's still good
3: i mean that too but that's not you know the emotional depth of my work
4: uh, it is of mine
3: sometimes that's all you need
4: that's all i got
3: whatever keeps you going <laughs> yeah right you want to hide behind the furnace and masturbate like a troll that's your business
4: <laughs> that's right it is my business
3: that was not a value or judgment statement <laughs> Almost it's the same, the same set shots.
4: Of P's and V's, but I'm
3: Al- Almost the same shots. This is, yeah. all right, this is the problem that I have with pornographic filmmaking. Yeah, uh, okay, go
4: ahead.
3: In this particular case, there is a specific shot that is not flattering for anyone, and I'm not sure too many people actually really want to see it. And it's pretty much the all balls and ass uh, where the penis is going in, and, and all you really see is like this hairy sack and ass crack in this shot. And I just don't think that that's a shot that most people are going to find appealing.
4: Yeah, I don't think so either. <laughs> uh, I don't think that's the but you know what if if you're into it though because there's no judgments here then this is for you. Get your fill.
3: But, but it's basically like the whole entire shot is the penis entering the vagina and then both people's buttholes and then like legs. Basically like as close up on the business as you can possibly get that it demystifies all of it to the point where it just becomes parts. And that's what I'm talking about. That's where I feel like yeah. it's unappealing to see all of that yeah.
4: like that. Well, if for you and me, yeah. But saying, there's yeah. some people sure. who might yeah. be like that's the... Sure, it just feels that's so... Their, f- that's their bee's knees.
3: It feels so like a medical study just to show you how it works, <laughs> more yeah. than anything, and it just doesn't have that much allure to me. Is all I'm saying. And it's just this is my personal issue with that type of porn shot. Yeah, yeah,
4: this is all you. Yeah, this is this is how you feel. It's my taste. Your life,
3: right? Sure. Let's move
4: on. Okay, um, I think we've done enough. We've done enough damage here. For <laughs> and uh, so, uh, it, it, and she's like, uh, "Fuck, hold on, team, up. okay, okay. move on." So anyway, uh,
3: <laughs> there's too many people. I, I need a smaller number of my orgies. <laughs>
4: Yeah, (laughs) it would be an orgy that if it was a small number of people. I just need a two-person orgy. I don't know if you know what orgies are. (laughs) I clipped. (laughs) You might not know what an orgy is, sir. Uh, We'll get to that later. That'll be a new. That'll be a new study.
3: Assuming without responding, sometimes up to two years, just like Matt has done to Darren, kick the fuck out of this weekend. Make it your bitch.
4: All right, I'm done recording. <laughs> oh, Jesus Christ. It's a steamy pile of cock right there for you.